Hello, welcome to Books and Cuddles. This is Leslie, and we're going to trip down Leslie Street once again. It's been uh, months, uh, a lot of months, since I recorded. The last one I did was about depression. I was suffering from a uh, depression that came on me out of nowhere, and I didn't even think I was suffering from it until um, I had thoughts of suicide. So, yeah, depression is a big deal. It's one that I have come to understand that, um, <laughs> come to understand that is not always understandable. And people fight with things that you can't just uh, box, can't put it in the box and label it and go, this is what you're dealing with because it's not exactly labeled. Yeah, so. It's been a while since I've been on here. I've been dealing with a lot. Uh, last year, like I said, I was dealing with depression, but I was also dealing with my mother uh, having cancer. And um, and also with uh, dealing with my grandmother who was suffering from dementia. Uh, she was 101. Well, I lost both of them November 30th of last year. And um, it was devastating to say the least um my grandmother was expected i mean she was 101 but um my mother who was 73 um i for some reason i just knew she was gonna bounce back and she did not she had um fought the other cancer and had um fought it into remission and, but the leukemia is what got her. And um, I think, I think a couple of things helped that along uh, because we had to put grandma into a residential facility because we were un unable to give her the care that she needed. Um, so with that happening, I think that hurt my mom a lot because my mother had been taking care of my grandmother for like 30 years alone, you know, and when she could not anymore and me trying to take care of her and everything, it just was not, it was not a good deal. So, you know, she was, I didn't put her in a regular nursing home. She went to a small facility. She was one of three women there. And uh, we. so it made me feel better. You know, we was in direct contact with her caregivers and with uh, the administrator of uh, that facility. And so if, you know, it felt better than it would have had we put her in a regular nursing home. But um, about a month and a half after she had um, went to that, that nursing facility, my mother ended up going back into the hospital because the, the leukemia was taken over and her body was no longer responding to the, um, the transfusions that she was having, blood transfusions. And um, basically it sat down and it um, took her. Yeah, you know, we I fought with a lot of stuff, a lot of things I didn't allow myself to sit sit too long with. Um, 
I would have to leave and and just let myself think about other things and but at the same time you know you're steadily thinking about your mom you know your mom being sick your mom when they told her she was she was dying you know I wasn't there she called me and um I felt bad later you know I didn't let myself think too much then I, I felt bad later that she had to hear that alone um I tried to encourage her you know to tell her you know um you know the most high has the last word which she does you know but the reality of it is is that um his last word was that she was coming home she was going back to him and uh that had been very hard to accept. I was, you know, my grandmother and my mother both left November 30th, 16, 16 12 hours apart. Um, my, my grandmother left at six in the morning. My mother left at six at night the same day. And people always say, oh, that's so beautiful. Your grandmother left first and she, you know, she came and she got your mother. And, and I'm like, you know, I don't care how beautiful you say it was, it's death. And it was devastating for me. Now I'm trying to remain uh, unemotional right now, but it's not easy. When you lose your mother, it is a very um, um, disturbing feeling. You know, um, I, I told someone, I said, you know, you, you're in a weird place afterwards, you know. It's like untethered, you know. You're no longer, you know, you have your family, your children, you know, most not willing, you know, and friends and those who um, are willing to uh, try to help you. But your mama is is a whole other thing. It's a very different feeling to not have your mother. And, you know, you remember her looking at you. <laughs> you remember the stuff she said to you. And uh, it's rough. It's very rough. And like I said, I didn't allow myself to... Uh, think about a lot of things until after the funeral and even after I, I left where they, they we were residing because I had been there taking care of uh, of them you know um, I'm living with my daughter now and I am a very blessed person because the most I allowed my child to be loving and she loves her mama <laughs> And her husband is a loving man. And it's very, been very nice to be here with them and my grandson. Um, and my kids were beautiful through all of this. You know, they tried to do as much as they could do. Be there as much as they could be there. And uh, I appreciate that. I really do. Um, you know... This is, is a very crazy place to be in. 
And I had to learn to meet people where they are, to, uh, to accept people for who they are. And uh, this was a very learning, a learning place for me because I just knew that, you know, when push came to shove, when you were really dealing with some things, when you're in the trenches, that family come together and do what family do, but family does not. They do not, you know. Um, sometimes they're unable. Sometimes they just don't want to. And I had to come to that conclusion that that's okay. That they are who they are and I have to accept who they are. I just had a very, very, very hard time feeling as though I was an only child to an only child when none of that was true. And, uh, but I, I've got to learn to let that go, you know, because no matter how much I would like to sock some people and, uh, I still love those people, even though I don't like them pretty much right now. Maybe one day that'll change. But right now, I don't like them, but I love them. And so, with that being said, you have to accept people where they are. But now that that's done and the funeral has been had and the house has been packed away and um, I'm trying to move on with my life, you know, and accept change, you know, accept change and know that um, I don't want anybody, you know, in my sphere that the most I didn't put there. It is very hard to plan things with people who, uh, it's very hard to plan a thing that includes other people because other people will frustrate you. So what I've come to the conclusion is is that I plan the things that I can handle on my own with the most myself. You know, getting me together, getting my head together, getting my spirit, body, my um, my well-being together, and moving forward. And whomever the most I puts in my sphere, whether it be family, friends, a man, or what have you, those are people that he put there. And they will fit. And we will work. And that's all, you know, you can do with that. That's all. In order to make yourself satisfied and happy, you got to let go. And you got to let the most high be what he does and he has his thoughts about you and your life and who should be around you and who you should be around and um, that's okay you gotta be okay with that and that's what this whole ordeal has taught me I did learn something it was painful hurt my feelings pissed. I cried a lot. But it's the truth. 
and can't get around truth if you can only accept it. And that's what I've learned to do. This is the first podcast I've done in, like I said, a matter of months since August. And I want to do more. I have uh, the plan to uh, uh, mesh my podcast with um, videos to, uh, you know, do more. <laughs> I need to learn. I learn some more. But yeah, I want to do some more. And um, I want to be helpful, you know. So if anybody, you know, enjoys these podcasts, um, I see I have listeners. But if any of you enjoy the podcast and want to know, you know, want to um, subscribe, want to give me feedback, please do. I appreciate it. This will let me know what it is that I um, that I'm doing for anyone, and um, rather not I'm being effective. You know, I don't do this just to just run my mouth. <laughs> Some people probably say yes, you do. <laughs> But, you know, I like to help people. Um, my my uh, podcast on depression, you know, podcast, I talk about, you know, absent fathers. I'm talking about uh, mantras to for self-help. I do those things because not only do I want to help myself, I want to help other people. And um, I think I have a voice. I do think that I have a, um, I think the most I gave me a powerful voice. It's just about me utilizing it and utilizing it correctly. So I guess in a lot of ways, um, I just want to show my love. And this is the only way I know how um, at this moment. <laughs> um, so if this helps anybody, please subscribe, share, feedback. Let me know. Okay. And hopefully, pretty soon, I'll be um, talking more uh, about any old thing that crosses my mind that I think may be helpful, you know. So we have reached the end of Leslie Street once again. This is Wisdom Petals, and I hope you are having a great day, and I hope you have a great week. Bye.